You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. So you think with a title like Good Boss that, you know, and maybe I just don't watch enough movies, but I was assuming the boss was going to be a good boss. Like, you know, he'd bring donuts in on Mondays and give me a performance evaluation that criticizes me to, you know, help me grow as a person. But instead we get a, I don't know, you could consider it a bad boss, um, depending on how you look at it. But today we got a foreign film starring Javier Bardem. The Good Boss takes place around a factory that makes scales, uh, the Blancos scale factory. And we're introduced to this boss. He's giving like this pep talk to everybody on the floor. You know, the engineers, the marketing department It's like, oh, we're so awesome. We did so good. And I'm going to make jokes and we're a family here. And you're going to hear that a lot in this movie. Like, you know, we're family. It's like one big olive garden, except they make scales. (laughs) And it's like a Fast and the Furious movie. How often they say exactly. They make all these different scales. This boss is kind of giving them a pep talk like, hey, we're in the top three running for this super big award that apparently means something. Basically, it means if they get this award, they'll get more contracts, right, to sell scales. It's all about money. Um, although the boss probably doesn't say that out loud, but really it's it's about money. Yeah, it's the J.D. Power of Associates of Scales. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Whatever the hell that is. I would say is. that it was about money, but it's more just about prestige and the fact that it's like, I'm the good boss of the best company, and therefore I have this award to show it. I have an entire wall of awards to show how great I am because I am the best. Yeah, money's going to be a part of it, but I think for him, it's more about we got this award because I am the best. Mm-hmm. He does have spaces that are literally highlighted as missing the awards he hasn't received yet as a part of his ambitious climb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the character's so manipulative. I mean, you know, he's trying to keep his engine running, the engine being his business. So manipulative to the point where he thinks like this thing's going to be a shoe in as long as everything happens, you know, according to his plan, which... It doesn't, obviously. Otherwise, it'd be a boring movie. <laughs> uh, but so he's he's prepping this workforce for this inspection. Uh, oh, by the way, hey, it's Brad, TC, and Mindy with Hi. me. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Chad is lame. He should up his game. See, I made a rhyme. It's it's better if it rhymes. Yeah, it rhymes. 
It is better if it moves. <laughs> so the beginning of the movie, Blancos, the, the owner, he's giving this pep talk to the floor. A disgruntled employee comes in. He was recently laid off. He brings his kids in and basically he's telling like his boss, like, hey, you know, tell my kids that you let me go. I want you to say it to their faces, you know, and tries to create a scene. Later on, Jose basically posts up across the street from this factory. Nobody owns the land, so it's public property. He can be there. And he's protesting, he makes signs, he camps out there every night because he's he's got no money. Like, And he tried calling the boss so many times and tries to work it out. But by the time uh, Blancos gets to the point where he's willing to negotiate because he's exhausted all options, you know, Jose is like, no, fuck you. You need to leave. This is going to look really bad if the festival council shows up, the awards people show up and see you outside my building just protesting what a bad person I am. You need to go. So on top of that, he's got uh, one of his best friends. And I wouldn't even say best friend. It's almost like a best work friend. Well, they've known uh, each other since childhood. But he, the way he treats them, though, really doesn't feel like it's a friend friend. Like they were they worked first because their fathers were working together. You know what I mean? Like they might have been friends when they're younger, but the relationship is more they based on the forced business friends as children. And yeah. they grew up together. Uh, well, do you think that do you think that Blanco is capable of recognizing a genuine friendship? Because everything exactly. in his perimeter just looks like an opportunity to him. Or exactly. A, or how can I make this an opportunity? It's all about his life as the boss of this business, everything he does is to literally balance the scales in his life to be about the scales that he makes. That's all he cares about. Even though he seems like this really nice, charming guy, it comes down to his pride in his job. That's it. But his friend, yeah, but his friend. So he's got his friend. He's got problems with his marriage. He tries, and he really takes this like we're family thing to heart, even though sometimes it kind of bites him in the ass. He's getting involved in his employees' affairs. Well, the thing about because it's affecting his yeah, business. It's, it's this is family, and you as Wink. my siblings, uh, relatives, whatever, are reflecting badly on me, the family. So you need to get your act together. Come on, we're family. Stop acting up. I just want to say I've never heard we're a family here at this company and not seen red flags oh, pop up yeah. all around. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, and, that's and, just bad business etiquette in my opinion. I didn't really phrase. know it until it happened to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and, and you really don't. You don't. Yeah. I've had jobs where they become your friend and like you hang out all yeah. the time. You're outside to work. You're like, wow, this feels like more than just being at a company. And then and then they toss you aside when you're no longer useful and then bring you mm-hmm. in when you are needed. And oh, yeah, no, that's the way it works. We know we let you go, but can you come in and freelance for half your rate? Because mm-hmm. we uh, need your specific yeah. set of skills for this. We forgot. Back to the good boss. The third little snag in this plan to try to pull off a flawless uh, visit by this business. We're going to call it the Better Business Bureau (laughs) of Spain, the BBBBS. (laughs) The new interns come in. And and in the beginning, we're we're led to believe that uh, Blancos is kind of a a horn dog boss that sleeps with interns. Mm -hmm. And this (laughs) new one comes in. He's interested. She flirts with him. 
things happen. And uh, tell me about the tall one. Wearing the lingerie from his wife's store. <laughs> and her name is Liliana, but it kind of sounds like little Anna. And that's actually a, a plot point. Yes. I don't want to get that far into the oh, plot. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> I just, I wanted to introduce the three, like there's three main hurdles. He's constantly, sorry, not hurdles. You don't juggle hurdles. Three main balls <laughs> that he's juggling. And it's, it's one of those nonstop, like, okay, he's plugged the leak on this side. Now I'm changing analogies again. Your metaphors are all over the place when you had the easy one right in front of you. He's trying to balance all of but, this um, at once. Yeah, he's trying to balance the scales. The movie gives it to you. Yeah, but, you know, I didn't want to give it to the audience. Because, like, you know what I really like? I really like the chapter yeah. uh, separations with the days. And yeah. you could see that slight animation of the dots balancing out when it would fade in. Like, it was such an mm-hmm. easy After Effects thing. Like, I could do it in two seconds. But I, I started thinking, like, man, I think I'm going to start using that look for some shit I got coming up. Because that's a nice, easy balance. It's very clever. Because this whole movie takes place over a week. The main part of this movie, the whole of this, like the meat of it, takes place Monday to Monday. And we get a little bit of jump in time before and after, but... This whole thing is a week in the life of this guy. Let's talk about the cast. I mean, I'll I'll admit I'm not current with Spanish uh, actors. Yeah, the the cast in here is great. Like uh, Javier Bardem is leading this cast and he is just putting on a masterclass show. The thing about him, too, is like you realize, especially as it goes on, that he's the bad guy. He's not a good person. But he's not until it gets like to the point where he's at his wits end. You don't think that he's a quote unquote bad guy. You see him as like, yeah, he's just a normal dude, a normal boss doing what's best for the company. But yeah, as things start to get unhinged, you're like, oh, you're a self-absorbed asshole. But at the beginning, you don't you don't see that. And that's that's the mark of of really good character development to have that be as gradual as it was. Yeah. He, he has a Gus Fring quality to him, if I may use Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul as an example here of the type of dude he is, where, what a charming, nice guy. Wait, wait a minute. Well, that wasn't very uh, nice. Oh, no. Yeah, and especially in the beginning where it would go back, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to, no, he's not too bad. Okay, he's just, he's doing stuff. Oh, no. Um, hmm. Okay, now he. <laughs> tries to keep everything straighten on you know on the straight and narrow but will do anything to literally tip the scales in his favor in the end there is one part of the movie that i was curious it's it's the one thing that was essentially billboarded which is the 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 chekhov's gun at the very beginning so there was yeah. that that was pretty much like blinking light. This is going to be a part of it. So that that was a little bit of a distraction of the when is this going to be used against this person that I know it is going to be used against? When are you going to use the Chekhov's <laughs> gun? So that was a little bit of a distraction. But otherwise, the in regards to like the character arcs, it was it was nice to see the how that they worked out because it wasn't as stereotypical as you would think beyond this is going to end badly as the days pass, which, you know, that's kind of a given. I, I like the, the parallels, uh, especially when you get to the, the beginning and the end 
you know, he basically gives the same speech that he gave to his employees or says some of the key phrases, you know, like, hey, here we're family, you know, the Olive Garden theme. We have this person because we care about women in leadership and we have this person because we care yes. about diversity. But, you know, the backstory. Nothing, nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with that. I really liked how the bow was wrapped up on this. Like I didn't. It's a dark comedy. Um, I've Is definitely watched comedy? darker comedies. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the score tells us how we should feel about this movie because while it does seem like a straight drama, there are interesting little funny because it's a little too real isms yes. throughout this, and the music has a very plucky sound to it that is telling right from the beginning to like settle in, listen to what you're hearing right now. This is the kind of movie this is going to be. It's not a laugh out loud, dark comedy. We're not talking Bobcat Goldthwait level of dark comedy here, but it is humorous in strange ways. I mean, you can doubt me. I can see the look on your face, but I, there are moments in this that are like, oh, oh boy, that's funny. Yeah. I laughed a lot of times, actually. The wordplay, when he's caught up in a scenario of his own design, Without even him realizing it until the twist, you know, the turn of that screw, just the wordplay in an American film would be all like, yeah, you know, I guess, you know, everyone gets a bone every once in a while. <laughs> but the uh, wordplay in this was so much more clever than that, you know, like, oh, why don't you sit next to him? You used to sit on his lap. And it's like, Jesus. Like, oh, even my Jose and the guard, their, like, relationship, their relationship was is delightful, very amusing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and all the cast is so charismatic together. And the looks that the uh, the looks that Javier gets from his employees when things aren't perfect are so much more telling than his shark smile, you know. I think it's at the beginning of the third act. He sits down uh with his wife and there's another guest there that he's not expecting. And, you know, his wife's going on like, Hey, you know, we should do this and this, and she's walking off and there's this tight close on his face and he's like yeah you know i'll take a glass of wine and as soon as she's out of his periph it just washes over him he it was so he does that so many times in this movie but that one was my favorite one it, it just he 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 as the boss he always has to have a face of like everything's fine you know i'm the boss and we're gonna make it cool uh yeah but you get shit on your fingers that's not a smell that goes not. away yeah. and metaphorically emotionally we see that through the course of this is a showcase of javier bardem's talent you know i think that mindy has a point there the shit on the fingers should have been hilarious to me but it was mm -hmm. a real lady macbeth moment that is exactly and i thought it was brilliantly what I thought acted. Is like this is his lady macbeth moment <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. He ta he takes so he takes long so to long wash his hands. He's scrubbing so hard. I was like, "This is Lady Vigorously, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's totally there's Lady Macbeth. And there's yeah. something Shakespearean about this story in the twisted nature of all these relationships and and how he's got his hands on every scale, just trying to keep it as perfect as he wants it to appear, right down. To the final moments, and I don't want to elaborate any further than that. But the 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 telling moments in Javier Bar in Javier Bardem's looks throughout this, like the table moment that Chad just said, all the way up to the very final moment in this, which is great a great punctuation mark to this whole character study, is 
it's good. It's really and quite especially good. who he has that moment with, because you mentioned like the the third of the conflicts, and it's very much about like class differentials. Because there's a dude who's a worker in his factory who it's very clearly he's also like the handyman around the house. He's the dude that whenever something mechanically goes wrong, this is the dude you automatically go to, whether it's convenient for him or more likely not. And so it's like, but I love him as like, you know, a a brother saying, you know, he's very, very loving, especially when really bad things happen in this guy's life. Just how it's like, oh, yes, we are always I'm always here for you. You can always come to me with your problems. And then to have the last moments with him, as well as this guy who he has just used the entire thing, sharing in his moment of glory. It's just showing this very clear dynamic. Um, change between the two, which added to that the the message of the moment in turn. Blackos thinks he's Michael Corleone. <laughs> he's Fredo. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it had a Godfather moment in it too. That end where there's like different things going on, and there's a performance. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not a, a baptism. It's like the baptism, like the baptism yeah. scene. Yeah. This is an an interesting movie. I'm really big on character studies. And so I really enjoyed the way that characters were presented in this film. It, yes, they did play off of stereotypes in a sense, but not in a way that is stereotypical, I would say, you know, because you do have the manipulative boss. You do have the seductress. You do have these things that are tropes in and of themselves, but are used in a way that doesn't feel cliche. I mean, except for that one thing that I that I mentioned about the, the Chekhov's gun. But otherwise, it was really engaging to see just how these characters metamorphed in the course of the of the week of the film. So, yeah, that was really engaging for me. I would not call this a comedy by any stretch of the imagination. Yes, there are comedic bits in it, but that does not a comedy make. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was a really, really interesting character drama and just seeing how the world revolves around this one guy and how his decisions come to bite him in the ass and how he ultimately deals with those two in a way that, you know, he kind of still wins question mark um yeah so give it a shot it's a really compelling piece that isn't too overly intellectual at art sort of thing like normally these types of character pieces tend to be it's like snooty oh this is just me being artistic it's not it's really really relatable and and interesting to see how humanity works So I'm going to give it eight and a half out of 10 neon uh, women in martini glasses. Like most of you, my first uh, foray into the character study of the the venture capitalist was uh, Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's kind of like that, except what if instead of Scrooge learning that the love he has for his family is more important than the love of money. 
family can be used to further your ambitions for venture capitalism. So it's kind of like that. I actually love how this is like Bizarro Brian Cox from Succession. You know, like Javier <laughs> Bardem's are like, listen up all you cocksuckers. Someone's going to die today. You know, he tone dials it way back and is like, friends, you know, amigos. I love you. You're so important. Yeah, me familiar is so important to me, to this business. How could I take your life purpose from you by sending you away? You know, or if he is firing someone, oh, to give you this life's purpose and send you off, little bird, into the world. I'm so happy I can do this for you. And in this scenario, it's like, I'm going to be homeless in two weeks. And he's like, yes, the the amazing opportunity I gave you. (laughs) Smile for the cameras. Because of what I did for you, and like this, this guy's uh, kind of scary. And Javier Bardem on his own, because of Anton Chigurh, already looks incredibly scary. The fact that he can set aside that performance of a lifetime and still do work like this, I think, is nothing short of phenomenal. So I'm going to give this one because it is a capitalist movie, and those get kind of boring. I don't understand the numbers or the scales that well myself. A lot of the problems they bring up are real to life. And those real life problems zoom right over my head. I don't, I don't understand a stock portfolio. I apologize, but the performances are great, and I love a good performance. So I'm giving this one seven point five. Reunions with people you knew thirty years ago who might have looked a little different <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> As Mindy said, this is a character study, and this is a fascinating character piece. I'm a sucker for those. I've gotten to watch a few on this site in the past few months that have been wonderful. Tim Roth in Sundown, John Boyega in Breaking, Aubrey Plaza and Emily the Criminal. And now The Good Boss. This is an incredible showcase of Javier Bardem's acting ability. He's just so damn good. He's natural and he lives in his roles without ever feeling like he's trying to. He's not an actor who goes through dramatic body changes in order to prove how good of an actor he is. He's just good. And this movie is perfect to show that. Don't hear comedy and think you're going to get a broad comedy that'll have you laughing and rolling. No, this is subtle and it's strangely tense. Even in just this mundane look at the week of a life at a week in the life of a scale impresario, the thing held my attention because it found this really real and unsettling way to build a real man with a Shakespearean level of pride. And I, I dug this. I dug this a lot. I often recommend movies for actors to watch, and this is one of those. Watch a masterclass of character work with this film. And from a writing perspective, this is a very very solid and efficient script. I liked it. It's not blowing the doors off anything. It's not this incredible piece. I don't see this winning any awards down the road as we get towards the end of the year, but this is really good and very entertaining. I'm going to give it seven out of 10 scales of poop. You say that, but it has a record breaking 20 nominations to the 36th Goya Awards. Now, I don't know what the Goya (laughs) Awards are, but... Yes, fascist beans. Fascist beans. Fascist beans. Uh, <laughs> Seven and a half out of ten uh, prestigious awards is what I'm giving this. For all the reasons you guys said, it's it's just really good. Good foreign film. It is funny. You just got to read. You gotta you gotta follow it a little bit. It's not 
chuckle, ha ha ha, funny. It's more like <laughs> I'm extremely uncomfortable at this situation. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where you're going to find the humor in this. Uh, yeah, seven and a half out of ten. It's it's really good. I was definitely surprised. And it actually won six of them. Best film, best director, best actor for Bardem and best original screenplay. So there. Here's here's those a, beans give good awards. Those beans give great <laughs> awards. Wow. I was going to say hot take. I've actually never seen Known Country for Old Men, mm. but I've seen plenty of uh, Javier Bardem movies where. I know he's got the range. I can't wait well, to watch you, you that have movie. To correct this. I understand. That's a, a flimmy. Oh, oh, there you go. Gosh, See? You Why is it because of McCarthy's stupid movie he made with the car? And was it, who was that? Yeah. That horrible. Was that the counselor? Am I thinking of TZ? Yes, that is the counselor. I swear Ugh. he's a bad, lots of amazing authors are terrible screenplay writers. It happens. Yes. 